Okay, so here we are. Do you remember um, when we used to be on the road? I do, pretty vividly. And, and do you remember, like, we used to go to different restaurants and stuff like that. We would look for different places. Because you, you were just talking about, I mean, not that anybody cares, but we were um, talking about this week we're going to dinner with some friends. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be eating at, what's that place called? Texas de Brazil. Texas. And I don't have a, a Brazilian or Spanish type of accent to kind of roll any of those errs. You mean the errs? Yeah, I see. I wouldn't be able to say Texas de Brazil well, in in the in the proper way. Okay, so anyways, what I was getting at is the Texas de Brazil that we're going to. I don't know if anybody's eaten at one of these places yet. Hmm. But it would definitely be a trucker's best friend if they ever ate there. Oh my gosh. You know how they are with the buffets? Can you imagine them on this? Well, just to explain what the Texas Day Brazil is, it's a Brazilian steakhouse. And if you haven't eaten at one of those, you get your money's worth, I promise you, because they have filet mignon, T-bone steak, they have lamb, they have sirloin, and, and they just keep bringing these spits they're what, what they call a spit. It's a, a big rod where the meat's on and they're cooking it over fires. Mm-hmm. And they just keep bringing it to you. And you have like a red card and a green card mm-hmm. on your table. Mm-hmm. And if, you're, if you have green showing, they just keep bringing you food. It's just keep- Right. And it's just, it's actually amazing. So we'll be eating there this week. And we never ate at one while we were on the road, but we sure ate at some steakhouses and had a good time. Oh, was it Michael's in Chicago we ate at? Yeah, Michael's. I don't know. Was it was in Chicago or it was in Columbus, I think, when we ate at Michael's. Mm, but either. No, I think it was Chicago, wasn't was it? Was it? Oh, yeah. No, you're right. It was Chicago. So, you know, as as truck drivers, you know, they know where some of the best places to eat all over the country, if you can get your truck in there to park. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of times a trucker can find good places if he's near a terminal or a drop yard because then he could bobtail to, you know, a really, really good place to eat and, mm-hmm. you know, find, find the local awesome cuisine, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyways, that's I was just curious about that. Um, so, and if you go to Texas Day Brazil, and this is what people should know. If you're a trucker and you're on the road and you're going to stop at a, at a, a Brazilian steakhouse, be prepared to be filled beyond measure. Exactly. Like, like to the point where you're going, Whoa. No, I mean, sincerely, because, and see, to me, you, it, when you see that much steak coming at you, you want to get your money's worth. And, and unlike you and usually our friends, mm-hmm. I don't eat the potato. I don't eat the salad. In fact, they came to me. Remember when they came to the, to the last time we were at the Texas Day Brazil, you, they, they asked you guys, you want a plate? Do you want to go up there to get your, you know, some macaroni salad and no. some. Troy goes, I'm here for the meat. Exactly. I'm like, no, I'm not paying. It was like 50 bucks a head. I'm like, no, I'm not filling up on your bread. Start bringing the steak. That's what I want. That's what I came here for. Mm-hmm. And so that's my advice to you guys. If you're, you're out there and you stop on the road at one of these Brazilian steakhouses and they got these big flaming fire pits that the meat's on. Mm-hmm. If you stop there, tell them, don't bring you any bread. Tell them you, you'll you'll hit the buff the the salad bar later. Start eating the steak up and the lamb and the pork chops. Start eating the big fire fire roasted meats. Just say I'm here for the meat, please. Exactly. 
And they have, did you say lamb? Did you mention the lamb? Yeah, they had lamb chops. Yeah, lamb and... They had everyday chicken, which I, I'm like, I don't want any chicken. The, I don't want any of the, the cheap stuff. Yeah. yeah, the chicken's like a um, marinate, like a moho chicken type of thing, but... Right. The rest of it's really good. Yeah, it was absolutely delicious. So. I like the lamb. I, I like, believe it or not, the filet mignon is not the best meat there at the Brazilian Steakhouse. It's it's the... Uh, um, the bottom is it the bottom round that they bring out, and the sirloin. It's just got more flavor than anything. It's just absolutely delicious. Well, here's one thing that Troy didn't mention is unless he did and I wasn't paying attention is they only bring the spits out with the meat for like so long, and then they take it right back. So when you want your meat, like I like my meat rare. Troy likes his meat mostly rare, but there's people that like them a little bit more done. So what they do is they bring it out, and as they're bringing it out, you can get really what type of cooking that you want to it. So you can get it any any way that you want, because if you don't want it as bloody as it is there or more bloodier, you just tell them, I want it more rare, and they will bring you exactly what it is, but they only bring it out for so long, and then they take it right back in. So that's why it's always nice and warm. Right. They have to put it back on the fire for mm-hmm. a couple of minutes. So the, the weeders bring it around. So, so yeah. Anyways. There's your there's your little plug, Texas State Brazil. Free meal for me, please. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> if you, it's, and it's just a suggestion. If you're out there looking for a really amazing place to eat at. And take the loved one. Yeah, try just well if, well if you're out there solo, if you're out there running solo, and well, you and you're out there for a month or whatever, then, and, and you then wa- you deserve a Texas Day Brazil meal. <laughs> yeah, you you want a really 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 good steak meal. You it's, un, I I give my thumbs up my recommendation. Mm-hmm. Stop there and be prepared to be filled beyond means. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, check out Texas Day Brazil. And that's I mean, they're not a sponsor of the show. They're just No, no, we just like them. They're just someone <laughs> I wanted to talk about. Because we're going to eat there. All right. Let's yeah, get on with the show, Ruthann. Ta-da. All right. Today's Talk CDL is brought to you by National Carriers out of Irving, Texas. Texas uh National Carriers has about 400 tractors. They're Kenworth T680s. Such a pretty blue. Absolutely. And they're looking for uh, lease purchase drivers, amazing deal they have on that lease purchase, great money. And guess what? They pay surcharge, which is really important with the high price of fuel. Check them out at 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. So guess what I was thinking about today? What were you thinking? Because there's so many things in that mind that I don't want to go to, but I'm going to ask you now, what were you thinking? Okay. Do you remember... When we were trucking. No, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Now, listen, listen. We were trucking and we were in Pennsylvania. Okay. Up in the Bloomsburg area. Okay. And we had Johann Sebastian Bach with us. Yeah. And go ahead and tell everybody, who was Johann Sebastian Bach? He was our little red mini Doberman. Oh, min pin. I don't think he's a mini Doberman. That's what they're called. Mini Dobies. Well, I think they're called min pins. Mini Doberman, I, I don't know that they are even comparable, but I mean, they kind of look Doberman-ish. They're just mini. Okay. So we had this little min pin with us mm-hmm. and, and he was very cocky. He was. He was, he was bad. <laughs> well, so. But good away. We had gone into a shipper receiver and we had come out and he had pooped in the truck. He was mad. They're spiteful. 
But no, no, wait, wait a second. No, hear this out. He was pretty trained. He was. He was. He was a good boy. He wasn't that day. <laughs> Normally, he was a good boy. Okay, so we we go in. I forget where we were at, but anyways, we came out. He had pooped in the truck, mm-hmm. and then you cleaned it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we ended up going in. Oh, you know what it was? I think we went in a store, and when we came out, you're saying no, we because no, no, no. That was the second part. Within this, is what I'm trying to show you. Okay. Okay, we went into a store or something. We came out. He had taken a dump right between the seats on the floor. And it stank like unbelievable. You cleaned it up. And then we went into Long John Silver's and had dinner. It was Long John Silver's. It was in a parking lot. It was a a Long John Silver's. We came out. And we got in the truck. This is like an hour or two later. We come back out. And we get in the truck. And I said to you, that dog, did, he, he pooped again. Do you remember that now? Yeah. Okay. And you said to me, what? More than likely, I said, no, you're just smelling what he did before. Exactly. <laughs> right. You're all, I'm so the advocate for the lower guy. <laughs> so you're, you're going, you're right away defending the dog <laughs> and the smell was reeking in the truck. It was bad. No, it was worse than bad. It was reeking. And it was one of those dog poop smells that if if you were over it, you would probably throw up from the smell. That's how bad that, that because I've thrown up because of dog poop. I have. My dog pooped in my house one time when I was a kid. And because it was my dog, my dad made me clean it up. And as I was cleaning it up, I threw up. It was the most gross thing in the world. And he's like, get out of here. I'll get it myself. But anyways, so the day that we're out in I the I guess because tr- I changed stinky diapers and you never did. So I kind of... I guess I can handle that. Well, I could. I can't handle that. I'm not going to lie. I couldn't wimpy, handle. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. No, getting off subject. <laughs> so, anyway, so there we are, and you said it's probably from before. That's all. It's just the lingering smell. We had the Western Star, wasn't it? The Western Star. Yes. Okay. So we had this Burgundy 1994 Western Star, really nice truck, and. And it, I, I will say it was practically brand new truck. It was like two years old, I think. But anyways, we, uh, I start looking around. I'm like under the, looking under everything. I look back in the bed. I'm like, I'm telling you, Ruthann, this smell is fresh. What you cleaned up before you wiped it up. You used the cleaner uh, and we had, we had a rubber floor, so it wasn't even carpeting. Correct. So. I did a good job. Right. You did. You did a good job. And so for some reason, I pulled the covers back. Well, it was kind of like nested for whatever reason. It was kind of like messy on the bed and we didn't usually have a messy bunk bed itself. And it was kind of like a little messy. So I pulled the covers off the bed (laughs) and in the middle of the bed is a giant pile (laughs) I mean, and he's a min pin. How did he's he? He's only like eight pounds. <laughs> he's an eight pound dog that took a 10 pound poop. And this was, oh my gosh. It was horrible. And, and now you know he knows he's guilty because his little nose is down looking like, oh, I'm about to get it, ain't I? I'm about to get my ass kicked. <laughs> but, but, but he really thought it was worth it at the time. <laughs> but there, it was so bad. 
We, I took the mattress out of that truck. <laughs> he did. I'm like, that is not staying in the truck. He did. And we had to clean it off, and we strapped it to the cat, the catwalk or whatever. I think we strapped it to the catwalk because we only had an hour or two to get home anyways that day. And I was like, oh, my gosh. This was the, the nightmare of nightmares when you have a dog that not only takes a dump in your truck and stinks you out, but then he's pissed off at you and he goes in the middle of your bed and then pulls the cover. He, he pulled did. the covers. <laughs> he literally pulled the covers over the poop and covered it up. Like he knew that that would not be go over with me. He's like, take that for not taking me in to eat your lunch with you. Take that. <laughs> That's exactly what I felt like. He, but how does a little smart ass dog know? All right. You, you, you going to leave me out here? I'm going to do this. And then, I, you know what? Can you imagine if we would have had the video, like an in, inward facing dash cam, <laughs> just to be able to post the video. I would have loved that just to see him get in his face. Cause he used to do this like really, really big eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. He was kind of beady eyed. So the reason I, I, I wanted to, Bring that story up. There's <laughs> I have always no a, idea. There's always a reason why, you know, I want to bring up the story. Hey, I wonder if Bonnie poops in... in, in uh, Sean? Sean's truck. <laughs> I don't think she does. Yeah. But anyways, the reason, the reason I brought that up is because I was talking to a trucking company the other day. Mm-hmm. And, and he was telling me the story of what they call... It, it's a trucking company that has about 50, 60 trucks. Mm-hmm. And they have this truck in the fleet... They call it the stinky truck. Seriously. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm really, oh, I don't, I don't have anything really good to say about that. Okay. So they call this the stinky truck. And what happened was, I guess a driver um, had come in and he, I guess he was very messy, had an animal they don't know if it's animal or really bad odor, but when they got this driver out of the truck, they could never get this smell out of the truck. Mm. No word of lie. He said to me, um, they steam cleaned it even. Like they had it professionally detailed. They've, they changed mattresses. They sprayed down in through the cracks. They've tried every trick in the book to get the smell out of the stinky truck. And the worst part is every time they gave it to a new driver, right? Mm-hmm. The driver was like, I'm quitting if I have to stay in this truck. Like they didn't. So they even experimented and didn't say, Oh yeah, this truck's got a little bit of an odor. They just, they gave the truck to, you know, the next guy. Mm-hmm. And then the next guy that got in the stinky truck within so many days, he's calling in going, there's no way I'm staying in this truck. There's something smelling in this truck. It's just that bad. So, um, the stinky truck, which I, I don't know if it's still in their fleet. He was telling me about it. Um, it kind of reminded me of Johan, Johan pooping <laughs> in the truck. And it didn't stay stinky though. It, yeah. it, it didn't, it didn't stay stinky at all. Once we, once I took the sheets out and I washed them, you know, it did not stay stinky. Even, even though Troy says that he stuck the mattress on the catwalk. It was mainly because, you know, he wanted to get every bit, like we, we balled the, we 
put the sheets and stuff on the catwalk so like nothing was in the cab at all we he didn't want the smell at all in there so like the mattress itself was not at all damaged yeah so i mean when what i was getting at though is we didn't have a stinky truck no no but i'm just talking about this truck here this company was telling me about okay Mm -hmm. what i'm getting at is they every now and then you get a driver that honestly is very filthy pig. Well, for example, when I, when I went to work for great coastal and, and to be honest with you, great coastal, they're not in business anymore, but they assigned me a truck. Mm-hmm. It was a Volvo and I went out to get in the truck and there were seven piss bottles in the truck on the yard. That was my, my comp after orientation, my assigned truck had seven piss bottles filled. So they didn't even bother opening up after the drive, like just to check and see what was left in the truck after whoever turned the truck in. They right. didn't. No, they didn't. I, they couldn't have because it was sitting there waiting for Troy to get in it and drive it. And See, that's gross. I walked back in. I said, I'm not driving that truck. I mean, I was a new driver, but I said, you guys, don't you guys look inside these trucks? There's piss in there. But anyways, that, that creates a smell. And, the one of the things I wanted to talk about just for briefly is, you know, when you're out on the road, one of the things that can depress you is a pigsty of a truck. I agree. I'm serious. I mean, I've been in people's trucks where you get in and like there's like bags of McDonald's and Burger King paper in there just crumbled up on the floor. And McDonald's honestly stinks. Like if you have oh, yeah. leftover food in there, even if it's just the wrapper in the in the bag, those stink because they take on the fumes of what the restaurant smells like. Right. And then look, guys, I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. If if you're not neat and clean, that's your business. But if you want to feel better about yourself and you're a road driver, Put a day if you're if you're laid over somewhere or or if your restarts out on the road or whatever the case is, even if you when you get to fuel up, it only takes a couple seconds to grab up any like if you got some food from the truck stop or whatever the case is and you're eating it going down the road and you have it even I tell you a, a bungee cord with a little garbage can alongside the passenger seat even to where you can put your garbage in going down the road. Yep. so much better. When you wake up in the morning and your truck is not filthy, dirty, and it doesn't have a smell. I mean, you like you just said, Ruthann, just a couple bags of McDonald's paperwork will make your truck within a day start... Just it the, stinks. Well, the grease that they mm-hmm. use... You can, I'm, we've been on trips before and in our car and, you know, you got like a couple bags of McDonald's cheeseburgers or whatever it was in your, in your car. And you're like, what's that odor? And you, you realize it's, it's the freaking fast food. It's just the wrappers. And that's not just that. Like, for example, if you're a driver and you're out on the road for say like, four weeks at a time and you're, and you think you're like a college kid, you're just going to bring your laundry home for your wife to do, you know, no, no, no. You get your butt juice and clean your drawers. Right. You really are. And, and again, it's your choice. But if you want to feel better about yourself, truly keep your truck clean. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'll tell you, one of the worst things to do is be that dirty that somebody takes a picture of your truck and then they post it on Talk CDL's Facebook page. Oh, that, <laughs> that would be really bad. Yeah. If you if you make it on our page, you either did something bad on in, <laughs> you either did something bad driving or your truck's bad or something stupid. So, so. underneath the uh, in the side of the like outside the 
the cab is a door and usually in that door you keep like fire extinguishers and so forth right you're talking the about the utility door right yeah. behind the seat yeah yeah but is that big enough to where you can keep clothes like a, a little basket oh I, w- I mean yeah you can put a little basket in yeah, there even like one of those bags clothes. yeah so throw your dirty you know shorts and socks in there yeah all i'm saying is you know, like this trucking company that was telling me about their stinky truck. Oh, God. You know, now... It just makes me gag thinking of it. Actually, it's funny. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Hey, give him the stinky truck. Like, I just want to actually clean it just to make sure I can do it. I would imagine if they hire Such three... A prover. I, I, I imagine if, if they hire three drivers in an orientation and one is troublemaker, they probably go, give him the stinky truck. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give him the bad one. But no, seriously, that's that's just a little advice. You know, set some time um, once a week to, you know, get a little Dirt Devil plug-in vacuum cleaner that you can vacuum things up. Have yourself a spray bottle and, you know, just a little air freshener and, and some, some window cleaner for the inside will make your truck smell nice. And I'm going to tell you something, when it smells and looks nice, you feel good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would agree. Oh yeah, because I mean, it's if it gets stenchy in there, it's like, man, I got to get out of this truck, man. It's a, it's depressing, blah 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 blah, you know. And here's here's the thing: if you have a wife at home, but she wears a specific perfume and you love it, you could always spray that just to make you think of her. I'm just saying. Yeah, there's Ruthann's got her little idea. So, anyways, so set a little time aside each week and and. Uh, Clean your truck. Clean the truck out, guys. You know, just it's 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 just gonna it's gonna be a, a totally different world. You're trucking. You'll you'll uh, be more positive out there. You'll feel better about yourself. And uh, I would tell you that the opposite is a way to get on Toxideal's Facebook page. Anyways, <laughs> I just wanted to mention that, Ruth. And moving on. Moving on. How about some Carter Lumber? Carter Lumber, man. I'll tell you what. That, you know, I love having a sponsor on the show. That is strictly local, you know, and they've got 168 locations east of the Mississippi. CarterLumber.com forward slash ToxyDL. If you go to CarterLumber.com forward slash ToxyDL and they've got a little form you fill out, just a couple questions, um, class A or class B. Exactly. You can be an A driver or a B driver and Carter Lumber is going to give you a a great wage, great benefits, and they're going to get you home every day. So Call them or, like I said, go online at carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. Moving on. Moving on. Um, all right. Well, moving on, I wanted to talk about, there was one little thing here that I wanted to mention. You know, I wonder if a driver can put a plant in his bunk, like in his truck. I would think? imagine that there are some truckers that have plants in their truck. I bet that would be Hopefully really cool. legal plants. <laughs> yeah. But I bet, like, see, plants are extremely good for your air. So if you have a truck and you have a green plant in there, like a fern or an ivy, I bet that would be, like, super good for just the oxidization of the truck because the carbonation that they put out for it, the carbon dioxide. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a plant guy like you, but I would imagine if you had, like, a little cactus or, like, some kind of plant hanging no, in there. No, not a cactus, not a cactus, but a fern or an ivy would be really good in there. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that would be pretty cool. No, I'm, like, you're totally imagining person. it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so check this, check this out. Okay. I'd seen this thing, and it reminded me of what happened to me a long time ago in New Jersey when I was driving. Um, it, there's a, uh, CDL Life had a, uh, a, a little 
article, it said, resident seeking payment for damages after a semi-truck rips through nearby power line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and this happened in Corpus Christi. Uh, a resident uh, is looking for compensation of damages after a semi-truck took a wrong turn and ended up taking out a power line outside his house last year. The incident happened on November uh, of uh, 21, just a few months ago, in Corpus Christi. The driver made a mistake. He got tangled up there and had a chance to back up. Homeowner, uh, the homeowner said um, he left the scene of the accident. We called the police and filed a report. And that, so what? basically what's going on now, the homeowner's like, Called the trucking company, so he took you know took ran took a picture of the trucking company or had it on video, and so the, they called the trucking company and the trucking company referred to referred them to their insurance company, which mm-hmm. is what they're gonna do, mm-hmm. right? And they're getting to run around and they can't you know get this insurance company to call them back. Well, first thing I did was I was like, you know, that happened to me. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. I called, I, I looked up, what is the f- regulations on height restriction for power lines? And believe it or not, the standard is 35 feet. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. It still has to be ran to someone's house. Not everybody's house is 35 feet high. So, you know, it might, it'll come down on an angle to their pole. And then, uh, you know, depending on how they have the power running in, in through a conduit in the ground, whatever. Correct. So... So somehow he caught this. Now, I want to tell you a quick story, what happened to me. And I was in a cab over, I was in New Jersey, and we went through this residential area. Mm-hmm. And I was just driving. We're just going through nice and slow in this residential area in New Jersey. And this was many years ago. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm just like maybe 10 miles an hour. I'm just creeping along. I forget why we were in there. I don't know if we were... I think we were delivering to the chocolate place that was actually in a residential area. Well, I, I can't testify to that because it's been so long on that that delivery. But what I do remember is... The chocolate. That's what I remember. What I do remember is <laughs> a guy coming around me in a car and slamming his brakes on and jumping out. <laughs> hey, and hey. flipping. Ah! <laughs> flipping out at me, screaming, you tore down my shingles on my house because you caught my cable TV wire, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, man, I mean, honestly and truly, I'm sorry. You know, here's here's my company. Call the company. And he's flipping out. He's wanting phone numbers. He's going off and blah, blah, blah. And so I called my company, which was Lentz Milling at the time, and they, they, they were cool with taking care of everything but they looked it up and in new jersey the minimum requirement for a cable tv wire was 15 foot or 15 five i think it was 15 five so the the rig was only 13 six right with the trailer mm-hmm. so here's a, a um not that not that i i should have seen it and i i didn't i was a young trucker i i, I don't I don't remember seeing a wire get caught on the truck and pulling down things. I mean, it must have sucked when he was sitting in his house and all of a sudden, (laughs) yeah, the TV goes out and he hears something go, you know, but, but, um, uh, in the long run, I don't know what happened in the long run and they probably paid for it. But really, when you really think about in the long run, he had, if he, if they would have had their wires, 
correctly at the right height. Just like this incident that just happened in Corpus Christi. There's no tractor trailer that's 35 feet high. If you're, if you're running at least, if you're running your wires to the standard, okay, if everything's up to spec, you know, we got a lot of listeners that aren't truckers also. So if you have a home and you have low wires, you might want to just in case, because not just the tractor trailer could come through your neighborhood. Believe it or not, there's times where truckers have to come through your neighborhood. Well, yeah, I mean, some truckers delete. I mean, if you think about it, like, what is it? Um, rooms to go, any of your delivery companies like that, yeah. they're big trucks. I mean, they're just like st- standard day cabs, but they're still a big truck and they fall underneath the 13.6 regulation. Well, not 13.6. If you're, if it's a cable TV wire, it's supposed to be 15 feet or 15.5. I think it's 15. No, actually. I mean the truck size itself. Well, yeah, that's, well, it depends. Some not, not all are 13.6. Some, some are 12.6. But some, if you have a condo tractor, you know, you're 13.2 or something like that. So that really the bottom line with it is you have to, you have to know your own regulations. And if you have a, 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 a a cable TV wire hanging down and you know it's looped down and you know your wire's low, mm-hmm. you might want to call your cable company and tell them to come out and, and get that up. Because yeah, just insist it. You could tell them, hey, I want it higher. Well, they will do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll definitely come out and, and uh, bring your wire up because a tractor trailer, you know, first off, you, I never heard anything. If you're in a tractor trailer, you're not going to hear a wire Get caught on your truck. You're not just not going to hear it unless no. you have your window down and you hear something. But I didn't hear anything. I mean, I would have stopped if I would have known that. Right. And that's why, like, when this guy, this guy in that article, it said he left the scene of the accident. The guy, the trucker in Corpus Christi that pulled down their power line, he said, oh, he left the scene of the accident. Well, he might not have known. He, I can guarantee he didn't know he pulled anything down. You can't hear it. I mean, your truck's going. Yeah, I think at most truck drivers, if if they if they damage someone's property, you know, catch a mailbox, you know, catch a fence, whatever. Most good truckers are going to knock on the door and go, "Hey, listen, I I I made some damage here on your house. I can make good on it. Or my company will take care of it." Mm-hmm. You know, and and I really truly don't believe that the trucker in Corpus Christi even knew that he did that. No, because it was either, what, his stacks or the corner of his trailer. And he wouldn't have heard either one of those get tagged. You know, he would have heard it if it was the front of his truck, you know, down in the hood. He could have heard heard it then. Or if it was somewhere around his tanks, he could have heard it. If he knows he goes off into the grass section of someone's property, he'll know it then. But he won't know if the trailer gets caught because he can't feel the trailer getting caught. Exactly. So listen, if you're a homeowner, make sure your stuff is not in the way of a truck driver because we don't need to pull, come into you because there are times that we may be dispatched into your neighborhood. I mean, it's just is what it is. Like Ruth Dan said, rooms to go. There's places that get, I mean, I once, one time I was, I was, I was hauling for FFE. I was there for like three years. Okay. And we, I had a, a one skid, some guy shot a, a buffalo a bison in Wyoming. He had it shipped over to Pennsylvania and I had the directions. I had to go into this guy's neighborhood to deliver a whole skid of Buffalo meat. So, you know, if there would have been a wire hanging down there, I would have caught it. So all I'm saying is help us out if you're a homeowner and get your damn wire raised to where the standard is. And we definitely won't hit it. And if you're a trucker and you get called to go into a residential area, 
if you have a permit or the directions are you are supposed to be where you are, mm-hmm. make sure of anything hanging down because that's the one thing that we are taught. So that's a definitely the place you really want to be observant more than any place when you're going in. And watch for low tree limbs too. You mess up your truck if you don't. Oh my gosh, yes. That's that's the one thing. So that's all I just wanted to bring that up and talk about that. But moving on, Ruthann. Moving on. Moving on. How about we uh, mention J.J. Keller? The trucker secretary. Yeah, call them at 888-601-2017. If you're a, a, a truck driver looking to get your own authority, become your own owner-operator, call these people. If you're a, a trucking company that's small or large and you don't have time to do all the paperwork for literally next to nothing, these people can keep all your paperwork up to date and keep you organized mm-hmm. all year round. Find out why Ruth Ann calls them the trucker secretary. 888 one seven moving on Ruth what do you got for me today well I was looking in and I had seen that the Matt's had announced the six trucks named best of show so Matt's truck uh the uh Louisville truck show mm-hmm. they announced the six trucks best of show and you want to announce who it is yes I do so is there is it is it literally like all of them or is it like six Five, four, three, two, one, number one was the best. Is that how they went through? No, they gave the actual six of them. I, and I wonder, because we did videos on all those trucks. So what do you got? Let's hear who 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 is uh, the six winners. So I'm going to give you the names of the drivers, okay? And the name of the truck, too? Um, well, it, some of them gave the name of the tractor, but not every one of them had a, quote, name. Okay, let's hear what you got. So the six best show-in winners were Tyler Van Der Swag. Jimmy Gansky, Chad Foss, Josh Birch, and Don Wood. And I can tell you every, like, um, Don Wood had a 2003 Peterbilt. Josh Birch had a 1999 Peterbilt. Chad Foss had a 2020 Peterbilt. Jim, Jimmy Gansky had a 2014 Peterbilt. Do you see a I, I see a little trend there. <laughs> and Tyler Van Der Swag had a 1995 Peterbilt. Just saying. Somebody's a little biased someone over there. Someone likes their Peterbilts. So you're saying, now these are the Matt's people at the truck, Louisville Truck Show, and everybody that had, to be honest with you, most of the trucks there were Peterbilts. Yeah. So they all had Pete's. But um, not everybody had Pete's. There were some freight shakers and no, Kenworths. No, I agree. But the winners all were Pete's. Wow. That's, yeah. that's so, <laughs> I feel bad for the KW people. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. I was kind of surprised, but that, you know. <laughs> wow, how'd that happen? All everybody had a peak. So those those were the working bobtails. And then you had, um, let me scroll down a little bit further, because they did have some other ones that were like Todd Gribbles had the 2012 Peterbilt for the mnemonic. Um, that was the people's choice of the show. So they did have a couple other ones, which I'll give you the whole list for on your, like the link. For okay. on your on the on the page. Yeah, sure. But um, I can tell you, the one that I actually liked, one of the best ones, was Rob Hollihan's um, "Jokes on You." He won. So yeah, you seen that truck, didn't you? Didn't yeah, it's a green one. It was a green one. Yes. Awesome. And was that a Peterbilt? Twenty <laughs> twenty. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you remember that cartoon when Bugs Bunny, when it was a Bugs Bunny cartoon? And, 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 uh, he got challenged by this one baseball team. And so the announcer is like, 
they were announcing Bugs Bunny's baseball team, and they're there, first base, Bugs Bunny, second base, Bugs Bunny, third base, Bugs Bunny, shortstop, Bugs Bunny, for center field, Bugs Bunny. Like, he <laughs> played, like, everything. <laughs> so it's like this show, the, the match show, first place, Peterbilt, second place, Peterbilt, third place, Peterbilt, fourth place, Peterbilt, best in show, Peterbilt. Yeah, it's pretty much what happened because... That's, that's crazy. Now, I can say... I mean, I like Pete's. Don't the get one, the, the, the Katie, um, it says Kate Whitting did get... Paint and graphics with her 1973 Kenworth W900. Woohoo! What'd she win? She won um, working truck bobtail, and her name of the truck was called Cherry Pie. Okay. But that right now might be the only other truck than a Peterbilt that I've seen. Wow. It was like a let's throw Kenworth a crumb. Yeah. And give him a little. Everything award. else was a Peterbilt 389 or a 379. Yeah, if you're looking to go in the Louisville truck show next year. Just bring a Pete. Uh, even if you have a Freightliner, put a Pete emblem on it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Moving on. How about some Load Smart? Load Smart's Camions break-even calculator. And, and, and real quick, uh, everybody out there, this is a free download. We want you to go to camion.io forward slash talk CDL. That's K-A-M-I-O-N dot I-O forward slash talk CDL. Camion has this break-even calculator designed to help you run very, very efficient with, and just being honest with you, Ruthann, right now rates are going Crazy. down. No, rates are going down. Fuel went up. So with that being said, you want to try to save every penny you can. So this Camion break-even calculator literally will show you what you're doing right or what you're doing wrong. Again, Camion dot io forward slash talk cdl and ruth and one other sponsor i'd like to mention is driving dash tests.org they guarantee that you will pass your cdl if you're somebody that's looking to get your cdl and drive track trailer joining join the club Mm -hmm. okay go to www.driving dash tests t-e-s-t-s dot org and check this out it's uh, uh, they have a program that's forty nine ninety five for the month, and it's it's a a fraction of what you're probably paying your school, mm-hmm. and these people guarantee you that you are going to pass your CDL or your your money back. Right, so, it's a small investment for a long term security. Right, that's driving dash tests dot org. Moving on. Do you know what a jiffy means? A what? A jiffy. Like when you say, hey, I'll do that in a jiffy. Just give me a jiff. Okay. Any of that. Well, first off, is it J-I-F-F-Y? Yeah. Like like the the peanut peanut, butter. Like the peanut butter. Exactly. So when somebody says to me, um, I'll be there in a jiffy. Exactly. That means I'll be there very slickety fast. That means I'll be there in seconds or a a few minutes. To mean a very short period of time, something like a blink of an eye. But it is surprising to learn that some scientists, the term has more of a precise definition. They actually use that to mean exactly something. We would say short amount of time, like you said. But the definition varies depending on who's doing the talking. So a physical chemist might define Jiffy as a length of time as light to travel one centimeter in a vacuum. However, some physicist, boy, I can't say that word good, has defined Jiffy as light travel one fermatometer. Okay, so either way, it means it's... One millionth of a millionth of a meter. So... So don't ever ask me to do anything in a Jiffy. Okay. That's my bottom line. All right, moving on. Moving on. 
right. So do you have the word of the day? I do. Let's hear it. Ready? I am ready. Yeg. Yeg? Yeg. Like Jägermeister? Y-E-double-G. Yeg. Yeg. What's yeg? What does yeg mean? A burglar or a safe cracker. Really? They're a yeg. A yeg? A yeg. So a, a burglar is a yeg. Yeah, not a keg, a yeg. He's a yeg. Yeah. Where's that from? That is a noun in the early 20th century, and it doesn't say exactly where their origin was as far as country-wise, but it says Old Jones was a former yeg who had a reputation as a master safecracker. That's interesting. So anyways, that's Word Genius. They're not a sponsor, but we kind of adopted them. If you want to get the free word of the day, go and download Word Genius today. What do you call a fish that wears a tux? I don't know. Tell me. Is it one of your jokes? It has to be. What is it? They're so fish-dicated. So fish-dicated. <laughs> so fish <laughs> hey, just want to really, before we end the show, everything, I also wanted to mention the Wildwood Truck Show is coming up here in a couple weeks at the end of April. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's at the Chrome Shop, the 75 Chrome Shop. Uh, right here in Florida. And if you're looking, the, the, the event keeps growing. It's getting pretty big. Mm-hmm. They have all kind of booths there. They'll have um, food, the whole nine yards. I don't know if it's, I think it's like two days or something like that. It's a weekend, I'm pretty sure. And uh, you come to the Chrome Shop and they have uh, big giant truck parades and the parade's getting bigger to show trucks. So if anybody's going to be in Florida or you're you're thinking about attending, you know, I don't know that you and I are going to make it because we have other plans. That's in two weeks, which is what's the dates on in two weeks you're because you, you have like a, the 22nd 21st 22nd 23rd or something to that effect something like that you know I, but i wanted to mention that sean is going to be there with the one-eyed pitbull bonnie yeah and he'll have his orange peter built so if anybody wants to meet sean come on out and say hi to bonnie and uh we never know we may pop in there we may get a chance to pop in there with you our never equipment. know rabbit you never know you never know we're only like 40 minutes away from the uh, the wildwood truck uh, stop. So anyways, that's it for today, Ruthann. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.